Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to week one of the Robert Hook Show right here on YouTube, Robert Hook Show, and also on Facebook on the Robert Hook Show. We are here tonight with Mr. Bobby Eflin. He's my left and right and all arms. He does a little bit of everything. He's going to be my um, color analyst. Color analyst. I was trying to think of a real big that's, name that's for good, you, but term. color name, color analyst sounds color really analyst. good. Yep. And in the middle right here is none other than Osceola, head football coach Robert Hooks and and uh, coach. We've been talking about this for a long time. We yes, want to get this uh, coaching show together. And it just kind of in the last month just kind of took off on us. Uh, me and Bobby and, and Jade, who, who y'all meet later, uh, we got together, formed the Seminole Nation, and decided that we wanted to, to do a coaching show with you. And um, what it does is just gives the fans out there that love Seminole football and, and then a lot of people that, that known, they've known you for a long time just gives them an opportunity to see you every week and know what's going on with Seminole football. And, and uh, hopefully this show will give people a little bit more of an insight. You know, right now they come to the ball games or they listen to it on the radio and, right. and they, they hear what's going on. But this show every week will give them some insight on what happened the week before with who you played, how you're going to prepare for the, the opponent you're going to play next week, and then how you're going to uh, play the game on Friday night. And uh, it just gives them an insight on what goes into Seminole football. And, and um, I know, Bobby, for a long time, we've done this for a long time. I mean, from all of our different different endeavors we've done together, we've always wanted to do a live show. And I can't think of a, of a better individual to start this with than the uh, – I call him the head Seminole, uh, Coach Robert Hooks. Thank you. And, I, and I, I'm really excited about it because R.J. is a, is a hometown guy to me. His father and I were very close friends. Uh, and I'm proud of what RJ's accomplished and what he's done with Osceola football. Uh, I like the uh, disciplinarian style that he uses and, and uh, what he puts out there on the field is a good product. And I think it's going to be something very positive for Osceola. We want to grow our community and we start those things through our school systems and, and through our sports programs and, and being able to put a product out there that everybody can be proud of. I think that's huge for Osceola. Yes, it is. And and just to talk, just real quick, Coach, before we get into it, uh, we'll talk a little bit about our sponsors. As you know, uh, it's it's not cheap to do these shows. Uh, you have a lot of stuff that goes into it. Technology is just unbelievable. And, and um, what we did is we went out and talked to a couple sponsors. And, Coach, we weren't ever turned down. I mean, they said, man, wow. a live show with Coach Robert Hooks. You know, we, we love to come watch him on Friday nights. And, and man, what, what better way to, to – to get our name out there and let everybody know that we support Osceola Seminole football than to, to sponsor the Robert Hook Show. So, our folks, our flagship sponsor, um, they are the official bank of Seminole Nation and the Robert Hook Show. That is First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Uh, Greg Reese, uh, I just can't say enough about Greg. I've never walked into Greg's office and asked him for anything that he hadn't, he hadn't said yes. Uh, I know he's, I know he, I mean, the bank's got a lot of money. <laughs> but, but, you know, I know he just can't give it all away. Right. But uh, he has been a big supporter. Greg's alumni. He is a former yes. Seminole. He's an alumni. And uh, for him to, to come on board and help us kick this show off, it's just, uh, I'll tell you, it warms my heart. It really does. When we went in and spoke with him, Coach, he was, he was instantly interested, instantly on board. And I can't say enough about Greg and, and his uh, openness to, to participate and to get, you know, this is something new. This is not something that's been done here before. Uh, I don't know that any of our other area schools have anything like this. And Greg was interested. And then Taylor Lucius, um, who works there at the bank, it was instrumental in 
allowing us and, and getting us the the cups that we have and the logos and things that we needed to make this to make this set look nice and to make it look mm-hmm. professional. Uh, you got to talk about Bugmobile. Yes, you got to yep. talk about Bugmobile. Yes, I went to uh, owners Oscar Gonzalez and Jade Gonzalez. I went went to both of them, sat down with them. They're another company that I haven't. I went to them and they've told me, uh, man, we'll make it work. You know, I you know I went to them numerous times on certain things because you know everything takes money and and I know they're uh, that these businesses they are asked every day for things and uh can't say enough about bugging bill uh he put his name on the banner i said man i went to him i said mr gonzalez i need a banner gotta have a banner we're finna start this show and uh your 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 big logo will look awesome on that banner and you know naturally said, well, i'm just gonna call you know, that's right first so thing out of his mouth i'm just gonna call so you know <laughs> with uh with the help of hills vinyl graphics and they they came on board carmen and michael down there shot on board real fast and helped us with that you see behind us, we got our official banner behind us. Uh, thanks to Bugmobile Pest Control, um, Oscar Gonzalez and Jade Gonzalez. Um, in the meantime, Coach, we were talking to some other people. You know, you got to buy cameras and mics, and, and <laughs> you know, you, it, it isn't cheap. So, uh, you know, we went and talked to uh, Rolla Swift Funeral Home. Uh, David out there, he come on board and said, uh, we'd love to be a part of the Robert Hook Show. Wow. Um, also went to... Uh, uh, Ed Harshman, you know, Ed Harshman is a huge supporter of Osceola Seminole Athletics, whether it's basketball, football, it doesn't he matter. Is. He is a he is a guy that that is his heart's in the right place, and he loves Osceola Seminole Athletics. Went up there, uh, actually didn't get to talk to him. He was having a medical procedure at the time, but I talked to his secretary. I call her Nene, uh, Renee, um, and uh, they got together. And next thing you know, I need to come by and pick some money up. So. I mean that that was huge, and then uh, uh, we've got other ones that we're waiting back on, and because we you know we still got to get some stuff ready to go. But Connie Davis down at H and R Block called Connie Davis. I've known Connie a long time, and I said, "Hey, we got this new thing going on. H and R Block needs to be in, involved." Her first words were, "When you coming to get that check?" So I mean, you're seeing that your sponsors are they're getting on board with this. They know this is another way that we can just push Seminole Athletics forward, and they are excited about the Robert Hook Show. Right. So and those sponsors, and no short short order are, are here because of what you've done to transform this football program into a winning program and a winning culture. Uh, you know, we couldn't have done this five or six years ago. And, and now that you've put that product out there and, and we've got people on board, the sponsorships are there. And we've, we've bought a, a brand new camera. We've bought new mics. We've bought set. We've bought a banner. Uh, we've bought recording equipment. All of these things are going to make it possible for us to go forward and put this show out, and then to do our live stream football games, we're gonna we're gonna provide that to everybody this year. If a if a fan can't make it out to the stadium, or they can't make it across the state, or they they can't make it to an away game, they're gonna have the ability to sit down on their smartphone or their their computer and and watch the ball game with us live. Yes, and I'm and I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because that's that's exactly where we're going into next. Was talking about the makeup. Yep. You know, uh, folks, we'll uh, we'll do this show every week. On, on uh, the first two weeks will be Thursday. Um, it'll come on August the 15th will be the first show. August 22nd will be the second show. There are two Thursday nights simply because we play a scrimmage game on a Monday night. Then we turn around and play in the kickoff classic on the next Monday night. So it just kind of throws it off a little bit. But after that, all shows will come on a Tuesday night starting September the 3rd at 6 o'clock. And it will go for 10 weeks all the way through November 5th at 6 o'clock. And that's just a regular season. We only put that at, at – Schedule up because that's what we know. We know that's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. I hope we're going to add more and more dates all the way into December. That's the whole thing. But that's what the uh, the lineup's going to be, um, folks. Just like Bobby just said, 
we're going in live stream this year. You know, we've, we've done radio in the past, and we're going, we're going to continue to try to do the radio. Um, but um, we're going to do live stream. A lot, of the, a lot of the towns that you're seeing around us are, are live streaming all their sporting events. And that's something that we're going to get to do this year. We're going to come live every Friday night uh, from wherever we're at with the football game. So that's something that's new um, for us. But we've been trying to do this for a couple of years. It's finally coming to fruition, and, and we're, ready, we're ready to go with it, Coach. Uh, just kind of gives the people I – mean, I've got a lot of people when I do the radio, they'll text me. I'm listening from El Dorado. I'm listening from Florida. I'm listening from here. Joe Vines will call me. He's, from, he's a Blava resident. He'll call me and say, or text me, and he'll say, I'm listening from, from uh, Melbourne, Florida. He said, go Seminoles. I mean, so they're listening from all over the place. The alumni is everywhere. This is going to give them another opportunity to see us in action instead of just listening to us in action. So it's, that's going to be a huge thing. So this time we'll take a break, let our sponsors get a word in. Uh, this is the Robert Hook Show on the Robert Hook Show YouTube and Facebook page. We'll be back in just a minute. All right, welcome back to the Robert Hook Show here on the Robert Hook Show on Facebook and YouTube. And, Coach, um, what a year we had last year. I mean, uh, I just – I'm in awe. I mean, I got to, I got to ride the, the wave with you, and it was awesome uh, from, from the opening uh, game against Blavo all the way to the state championship game. Uh, man, I just it, – it, it, it was a dream season. I mean, don't get me wrong, it didn't, it didn't end the way we wanted to end, but what a, what a season and, and what a – I mean, what an atmosphere for the fans, Coach. Tell us a little bit about the fans. Tell us a little, little. Tell us a little bit about what it takes to run a program to get a program like that. Well, well first off, I, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that. Uh, anybody knows me. I'm not a guy who really likes to talk a lot, and uh, uh, this doesn't happen. The type of season that we have, uh, had does not happen uh, without great administration, without uh, great sponsors, great boosters, uh, and uh, what without a great community, you know, and of course, great athletes, which is, is, is what we are. Uh, we're blessed to, to, to coach and uh, to come out and cheer on every night. Uh, those kids uh, poured their heart in it and, and did a great job for us. And it, it, takes a, it takes a village in order to, to build a winning program. And everyone has, has to be on board. And we, we have to understand that uh, at, as we build kids up, uh, we have to make sure that we we keep them and hold them accountable for you know for every little action that they do when they when they're not on the football field. You know we see them out in the community now. I I couldn't be more thrilled with the with the season that we had last year. I thought that uh, you know, the kids just come in, they worked every day. You couldn't tell them that they weren't going to be better than the next group because all they heard was uh, <laughs> it, it's over now. You lost you lost Binky, you lost uh, DJ, you lose you lost Robert. So. Uh, you know, they heard that over and over again, and, and all they did was work. They worked harder and every it, every day. Yes, sir. And that's uh, easy to do. I mean, you you lose people like you just said. You know, they were horses. Great, great athletes. And great athletes, yes. And great and you think to yourself, man, how am I gonna how am I gonna re replace them? You know, but just like you said, they come in, they worked their tail off, coach. Yes, sir. Um, the year before that, you were state semifinalist team. Yes, sir. Last year, you make it all, all the way to the finals, coach. Thirteen and two overall, coach. You, Seven and zero in the conference, conference championships, and an epic game at Newport. I mean, if you'd have told me that Newport game was going was going to turn out the way it did, I'd have told you I I, I believe we was going to win, but I never would have dreamed it ended up in a, in a shootout. You right. know, and then the score don't show it's a shootout, but it was a shootout. Most definitely. I mean, 
uh, same thing. You know, you go into the the third quarter, and coach, I've never I've never been in the third quarter as long as my life. I, I don't I didn't think the clock ran. You know, we even had fans down in front of us turning and looking at us, telling us to turn the clock on. You know, we don't control the clock. But right. what we had was everybody was scoring, offense scoring, defense scoring, offense scoring, defense scoring. And we had a shootout. I mean, we were we were a point or two away putting the mercy rule on them, Bobby. Mm-hmm. And ends up, I mean, we have a shootout in the third quarter. And, and, and it, I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, that, it was. That Osceola-Newport game is, has, over the years, historically given, you know, given rise to some epic battles and some and – some, you know, games that led to one team or the other making a run toward a championship. So that that's no that's no small thing to go in there and into their place and and to do what you did there. Yep. And I'll, I'll never forget it. We get to the locker room afterwards after we do this post game show. We get to the locker room afterwards. I look at coach. I said, "Congratulations." He looks at me and says, "We're not done." I love it. I love that's the right. fire and that fire. Coach, <laughs> coach, tell me what it meant though to be conference champions. Uh, it. it that's what we work for. We, I mean, if you come out and work and, and you're not working to be a champion, then uh, Osceola is, is not the place for, for you. Uh, we, we work to be champions, and that's, that's our expectation. So, you know, expectation is high. With, with that comes uh, accountability. You know, we have to hold yourself accountable uh, on and off the field. And I, I was just thrilled with, with, uh, with the way that we were able to focus and and game plan for for those guys. Uh, Newport, of course, mirror us a lot. You know they have the same type of athletes that we do, and uh, I, I think that their coaching staff does a great job. And uh, it it was a a, a hard fought ball game, even though we're up thirty five to two uh, in the, in the, in the third quarter. So they did a good job of battling back, and then they did uh, a good job of just staying in it. And and our kids. Did what champions do? They 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 finish. I, I was proud of them for that. Yes, sir. But uh, you you have to learn how to finish, and, that, and that's one reason that the game went on so long, is because um, you know in, in my younger days coaching at Camden, you know, we we we've been up before and, and tried to run the clock out and and uh, come back on on a losing end to a, to very good Greenwood Bulldog teams. So in the back of my mind, that's all I can that's all I can think. You try to run this thing out and yeah. You get a turnover here, don't get a first down there, then you're in trouble. You're in a dogfight. So we we wanted to continue to do what we did in the third quarter, and and it, it caused the game to be prolonged. But I I thought we executed well in the in the in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. And that's the conference championship for the Osceola Seminoles, which was huge, huge for last year. Coach, we go into playoffs, um, get two good home games, um, and then we have to go on the road. Have to go on the road to a smackover. And, folks, Smackover has a heck of a ball team. Very well coached. But we played in some of the worst field conditions. Now, played Bobby, in I remember, monsoon. I remember back when we went to Alma. Now, Old Soto went to Alma one year. We step off the bus, sun shining. Ain't a drop of water everywhere until you get to the field, son. And there's two inches of rain on the field. Yep. I mean, so I, we played through that. But I'm going to tell you, I have never seen field conditions like we saw at Smackover. And nothing against Smackover. I'm not trying to point fingers at nobody. I mean, it's been raining for two weeks down there. Right. But, Bob, nobody could stand up. It was sloppy. You had to try to take care of the football. Coach, it comes down to a field goal. And, and I'll set the scene. We're up there in the booth, Bobby, and I think, you know, we tried to get it in the end zone. They stop us. All right. Mm-hmm. They get the ball back right there by goal line, try to get 10 yards. I think we stopped them on nine. I think they end up going for it. You know, way down their territory, and we stop them. We get the ball back, 
Three plays later, we're trying to get in the end zone. Cannot get in the end zone. I look up, and here comes Jacob O'Kane. And I said, partner David was sitting there with me. I said, what in the world is Jacob O'Kane coming on the field for? Because you can't even stand up. And I told them right there, we're sitting in there with all the smack over people that are running the clocks and stuff, and they're telling me, he said, if he kicks his field goal, your coach will be coach of the year, which he was coach of the year, by the way. But And, and he gets out there, Jacob O'Kane kicks a moonshot. I'm talking about, I thought it was just going to go straight up in the air, but it don't. It goes straight up in the air and clears the, the bar by inches. Puts us up. Bobby, we have to go and uh, stop them. We stop them. We end up winning the ball game in one of the best ball games I've seen in a long time. Long time. Come down to a field goal. How, how many field goals do you think you attempted last year, Coach? What do you Was that something that happened a lot, or was that just, hey, we got to get out of here? I think we only attempted two field goals. We attempted two field goals last year. And, you know, that that's a season where in week one, Blyville, if we had a chance to, to, to punch it in and, and didn't punch it in where we should have kick field goals. But, you, I mean, we're, we're seeing the guys in practice. In practice, we're, we're 50% on extra points. So, you know, we're, we're a, a yard and a half away. You know, we, we think that we can get it in. Uh, you, we were confident that, that our, our guys were going to do what it took to, to get the ball in the end zone, and, and we did not. Then you come back week three, and the same thing happened to you against Rivercrest. You know, we get the ball in, inside, the, inside the two. Uh, maybe in, inside the one half yard line, and you know we think we're gonna punch it in, and, and it, it doesn't it doesn't happen. So those are two games that that we lost. And you know, our record says we're thirteen and two, but uh, the Blava Chickasaws beat us, and, and, and I, I say that we were twelve and three. You know we got that on on some uh, technical difficulties. But uh, we're we're going to salute Blive on on the win. I don't, right. I don't want to take that win. So That's right. I'm, we, we were twelve and three last year. But those those are two games that if you kick field goals, <clears throat> I think that our defense will, will will be solid enough to to make stops and we get come out with the victory. And uh, but what we did, we we continued to work on it. I mean, you you've been to numerous of our practices. That's how we in practice every day. We run them on and off, <clears throat> just like that, and mm-hmm. tell them that you never know what what's going to happen. And uh, and you, you, we had four different guys to kick. Carl Carl Minor kicked for us. Yep. MJ kicked yep. for us. Sure did. JD Winder kicked for yep. us. Yep. Jacob O'Kane. So we we had four different guys to kick, and we never knew who was who was going to kick uh, right. going into the game, and, and until we watched them in warmups. The hot guy was the guy that that we chose to to go, and uh, it was Jacob on that night, and and Jacob was the guy that. That was uh, with us as as a sophomore. Didn't didn't get much playing time. You know, got a little dis- discouraged and uh, come back with us in his junior year and, and just continue to work and work. And then he he's the guy that that pro- helps propel us in the end. Sir. Very proud of him. But it, that just comes from repetition. That's right. You know, re- regardless of the field conditions, you you never know what what can happen. I always tell him it it could be raining. That's it exactly. could be windy. You don't know the field conditions. You, you got to take this serious, and that's that's how we end our practice every day. Yes, talking about Jacob and, and his his point to come into the game and help you win one. You know, my old football coach, Coach Latour Gaithan, would always tell you: you never know when your time is going to come. You never. You've got to be ready. You got to be prepared. You can't go out and take it away from someone. But one day that that opportunity to shine is there for a right. kid. You may not have been offered as many opportunities to win ball games, but then he wins the big one. Yes, sir. Exactly, yes, sir. exactly. Very proud of him. Coach, we move on from there. We come back home, get another home game against Rising. What an atmosphere. Bobby Post played on Friday night. 
Storms come Storms through. come. And AAA yeah. decides we're not going to play any games on Friday night, and, and rightfully so. Yep. Because uh, it was it was really nasty at Friday night. Storms were here, and, and, and out of safety, they made the right call. Moving to the next day, same day as the also the Christmas Got the parade. Got Christmas parade going downtown. So, so we moved the Christmas parade from the nighttime to the to the middle of the day. Right. And then we have a football game at night in about 80-degree weather. It was unbelievable. Yes. I mean, it was unbelievable. Christmas and summer. Christmas and summer. <laughs> and you talking about an atmosphere, <clears throat> packed the, house on both sides. And the wind. Don't, don't the, that's right. The wind was blowing. That's exactly right. Packed house. And uh, two good football teams, Just it's like they just – two heavyweights went up and fought it out. And in the end, O'Sullivan was victorious. Um, it was great to see the fans run on the field. I mean, that's something we don't condone. I mean, we're not supposed to do that. But it, it does happen when you get, get a little emotional. Um, everybody's hollering and screaming, Coach, and uh, we knew then we was going to play for a state championship. Yes, sir. And uh, go to the state championship, and we're back to that <laughs> that, that rain and, and wind, and, and, and it's about 20 degrees outside with the wind chill. It's about five. And uh, it was just a very nasty game down there. Um, hats off to Boonville. Played Boonville. Yes, sir. What a team. Uh, they, they, they come in and just uh, they had, had their way with us. Um, just wasn't our turn. I, I, sometimes I just say that, you know. I I, I kind of believe and meant to be, and and I guess 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 it wasn't our turn. So, um, but but what a did sum the season up, coach. I looked at it right here. Coach, you scored six hundred twenty one points last year. That's forty one points a game. Forty one points a game, coach. That's that's a great offense. Uh, you gave up two hundred ninety five, coach. That's nineteen points, coach. That's more impressive than the offense, in my opinion. Giving up 19 points a game, you got to say, well, I'm going to score 20, and I'm going to win every game. Yeah, well, we don't want to give up that much, though. I, I understand, but, but you know, I would take it. I know I know you wouldn't. I understand that because, you're. I mean, I understand. But if you told me you're going to give up 19 points a game, I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to be there in the end. And that's – I really believe your defense did step up in a lot of ways <coughs> and uh, play some heck of, a, heck of a ball team. I mean, we had Malik Chavis down here from – from rising, mm-hmm. heck of a ball kid, ball player. Going to do big things to the Razorbacks yes, playing, this year. Playing at yep. Arkansas right now. Boonville had two or three that were horses. Mm-hmm. I mean, very uh, Carson Ray's one of them. I mean, he was a monster. Yep. Uh, so we, we played against some heck of a ball kids last year. But coach, you can't take nothing back about but the season you had, and it's just going to make them hungry to go this year. So this time, uh, that is the recap on last year. We're going to take another break. You're listening to the Robert Hook Show. Welcome back to the Robert Hook Show, Coach. At this time, we want to talk about the 2019 Seminoles. Uh, a little bit about your coaching staff, players, and uh, offensive, defense, special teams. Okay, uh, we have. Uh, I'll, I'll start with the new additions first. We have two new additions. Uh, we have uh, Coach Tevin Howard. This will be his first year coaching uh, at at the high at the high school level. Uh, he's uh, a guy that brings. He's going to coach wide receivers and defensive backs. Uh, the next guy is, is Jack Magolio, who comes to us with, with experience uh, from coaching high school ball at, at Marion and, uh, and also at, at McGee last season. So uh, he, he's a, a seasoned guy, uh, and he's going to help with the defensive line and, and the, the offensive line. Um, returning, returning coaching uh, guys from the staff, we have uh, Coach Adrian Jones. He's He's our quarterback coach and our outside linebacker coach on defense. Coach Jones is, is, is also a guy that uh, that handles out what, what we call daily bread. You know, we, we try to get the, the word uh, to, to the, our kids every day, and he does a, a great job with that. 
you know, that's something new that we started this year. And uh, he, he's uh, he's been done a great job in, in uh, this this up this upcoming season. Coach uh, Allen T is is uh, our defensive coordinator, our inside linebacker coach, and running back coach on on offense. He's the guy that that brings a lot of of years. You know, he coached at at started at Mark Tree, <clears throat> coached there for I think two or three years, and he was at at Blyville for I want to say six seven years, and he's been here for for eight years. So he's a He's a guy that, that really knows the game and uh, does a lot of, of the breakdowns for us. He's, he's a, a very good coach. Uh, the next coach we have returning is, is Alan Landry. Coach Landry is, is uh primary offensive line coach, and, and he also uh, is going to help with the D-line. So he and uh, Coach Magolio are going to kind of cope. We're going to be a whole lot better than, than what people think we are up, up front, even though we're bringing – we bring back zero starters from uh, – from the previous year, I think we're going to be pretty good up up front. Uh, so talk to us a little bit, Coach, about you're, you're primarily an offensive guy. You're you're the you're the offensive coordinator and head coach. You take care of calling the plays. Coach Teague is your defensive coordinator, and he takes care of calling the defensive plays. How much input do you try to have into what the defense is doing? Is the philosophy yours, or is it something that Coach Teague brought to the well, table? Well, it's, it's 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 our it's our philosophy. Uh, uh, you, you say I'm an offensive guy. I, uh, you know, I played both sides in, in high school and played defensive tackle in college. So, and, and that that right there, I think, is what what kind of helped me with with the offensive mind because I I know what what defenses are trying to do instead of guessing what they're trying to do. So that that right there, it has uh, helped I think kind of propel propel me to to be a, a, a decent play caller. And I watched you in high school as a kid. And and you could be vicious on the D line. Yes, sir. I've I've seen several several times that you tried to yeah. tried to take somebody's head off. So, uh, what what does Coach Teague bring to this? Is does he uh, does he, he does he decide the alignment? Does he decide the overall philosophy? Yes, the, what he comes up with the uh, with the practice plan. He and he does all of of the practice cards. You know that takes a lot of time. You know we. We give our scout team cards where they have to run what what the uh, opposing team is run, and he he does that. He coordinates all of of the practice, and uh, he does that. And on the game night, on the game night, by by formation, by motion, by uh, what what he has on his chart, he he keeps the chart with him on the sideline, and he's telling me in my ear, they're about to run this. That this right here, the data says that they're going to run this, and. From there, we we come up with the call. And something I, I left out, I, I meant to talk about earlier. Coach Teague was actually the guy who who got me to kick that field goal at, at Smackover. He <clears throat> he was the guy who was in my ear that let's go, let's kick it. So, <laughs> so you I'm, brought I'm, up something really interesting to me because uh, from my from my days in high school <clears throat> football and and uh, and you know playing in 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 the eighties. Things weren't nearly as data driven as they are now. You, you you played more by feel. You played more by what your scouting report told you the tendencies <laughs> were. But today you're looking at numbers. Right. How, how how much does that play into how you design your game plan and going forward into a game? Well, I'll, I'll say this: uh, every game that we've, that every opponent that we played, uh, that that data has has not been wrong, and then they have done exactly what it says. I mean, even even when you lose 35 to nothing, <laughs> they, 
Boonville, Boonville did what Boonville does, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the reason they're champions. But uh, and they were able to execute it. Yep. So <clears throat> the the data is is really really beneficial. And I'm glad you brought that up, Bob, because you know we talked about it at the very beginning that this show will give an insight on what Seminole football does. I mean, a lot of people they don't understand. They think, well, we're just gonna go out there and draw some plays in the sand, and they're gonna <coughs> play football. But they don't understand. It's not just getting out there on that football field no. and practicing. It starts 10 minutes after that football game is over with on Friday night. A lot of people don't know this, and I don't mind telling you. They go tell their wives they love them. They give them a, a, a hug. The pizza's brought in, and folks, they're there all night. A lot of people don't understand that. Coaches don't leave after a ball game. They get up. They break down the film, and they're there. If it's 6 a.m. the next morning, it's whatever it is to get ready for next week. It don't start on Monday, folks. It starts 10 minutes after that ball game is over with on Friday night. And that's going to be something that we're going to be able to give people more insight on. And that's what's going to be great about this, this show, too, is because it'll, it'll show them that it's, it not, it's not just getting out there and practicing every week. It's a whole lot going on. Right. Yes, sir. So, Coach, let's, you talked a little bit about defense real quick. Uh, let's talk a little bit about offense. I know you like to sling the ball, but I know you like <coughs> to be balanced. I mean, I hear you talk about that all the time. you got to be balanced. And um, with, with being balanced, you got to have a running back that, that can tote the football. you got to have a line that can block. you got to have a quarterback that can throw it. you got to have wide receivers that can catch it. I understand that yes, all day long. Um, just tell me a little bit about uh, how good you think your offense is going to be, where maybe some of your strengths, some of your weaknesses are. Uh, and, and, you know, you don't have to go in depth, but just, okay. just give us a little offensive uh, uh, well, I, I think that our, our, our strength is going to be uh, right now. Our, our skill early, I think it's going to be our, our skill positions, and I think around week three or four, I think uh, our offensive line will, will get to jail. What what we what we have to come up with right now, we're still trying to find what group is is the best for us. We we have about seven to eight guys that that we trust and think that can get the job done, but we're trying to find out which five that is and. Uh, uh, we, I, I like what, what what we're seeing right now. So I I think that that our skill position is that you know we have we have two three year starters coming back. That that's in uh, Greg Hooks and, and Trey Moore. Uh, those guys are, are have done a great job, and yes, sir. I, I think it, they're going to put a lot of pressure on defense. It's just just what, not only are, are are they good route runners, they they block and they block really well, and and they uh, they take pride they take pride in in blocking. Uh, and being being vicious and blocking into the whistle blow, so I think those two guys alone will will help will help lead us. And we also have have a guy who who didn't play much defense last I mean much offense last year in Dan Newsom. Yeah. And Dan Newsom was was I'll say this he was a, a big part in us making it to the semifinals uh, my first year. He was a guy who uh, was was really our scout team player of the year that year. You know he 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 was ineligible his sophomore year. And uh, a guy, first off, just being committed to come to practice every day. You know, a lot of kids they're in that situation. You you won't see them. You won't right. see them in the fall. And, uh, he's right. the guy that that come out and and whatever the best player on the team, he was gonna be that guy. And uh, he gave us a, a tremendous look. And right now it, it's his time. And, and he's he's really he's a, he's excited and jumping at the bit. He's a guy who can. He's really quick. Not not fast, but he's really quick and. Uh, I don't think anybody can cover him one on one. Uh, he's going to create create a lot of mismatch problems for guys inside, and and uh, he also is a, a physical guy. You know, he's also going to start at at safety for us. So he's he's kind of the the new 
uh, Jerry Scales guy, you know, that, that's going to play on offense and defense and, and give you a lot of uh, a lot of energy and then give you a boost. Also, at, at the other spot, you know, we lost DeAnthony Poole to, to injury. And, uh, you know, that, that was a huge loss. But what we gained we gained a kid that who – who left us last year early, and uh, Stefan Coleman. Mm -hmm. He, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, he has a tremendous, uh, tremendous ceiling. If, if, if he will allow himself just to, if he will let go, this kid here can do stuff that I mean. Right now, I've, I've coached a lot of great athletes at Camden Fairview, at Fort Smith Northside, at Bryan, and, and also here, and it, I, he's top four. He's top four, if not top three, and, and that's saying a lot compared to the places that I've been. So I, I think that he's going to really uh, pre, pre, uh, he's going to uh, give create matchup problems as well for for defensive backs. And he's also a guy who can play safety, outside linebacker. The the biggest thing that we have this year, we uh, we're not as deep as we were last year. We're uh, so. We're gonna to have to play different positions. We got Stefan who can play corner, safety, outside backer. Uh, Greg who can play corner, safety. Uh, Trey can play corner, safety. Uh, Brandon Johnson, Brandon Johnson who who's also gonna be our running back. He's gonna play outside backer. He's the guy who can play safety or inside backer. Rod Hale who's also gonna play running back forward. He's gonna play slot receiver. He's gonna play outside backer, safety, inside backer. We have we have we have guys who can play a, a number of positions. So you know that and that took a lot of time this summer to just to get them to learn all all those positions. But you know when you, when you do that, you know some people say you know, they 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 learn a, a little bit and they're not gonna be as as technical as they need to be. But uh, that they put in a lot of time and, and really focus on learning what each position does and and uh, keys and reads to look for. So. I'm I'm excited about that, and also on the offensive line, we we have well, you know, MJ Vance is 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 going to be our starting quarterback, and uh, he he's done a good job of uh, studying film already. He's he's been on me uh, telling me what he feels that, that we could run, and you check his you know on huddle, you can check coaches, you can check the players, see how how much film they watch, and uh, he he's the guy that's he's really been in it. He's hours of film, he studied hours of film already, so. Uh, we're excited about him, although we feel that we have uh, two other guys who could start if need be. That's uh, Don Littleton and, and A.J. Harris, who, who are sophomores for us, and that they've done a good job of coming in and uh, learning the offense and uh, trying uh, taking command and, and being leaders of the offense. The, the crazy thing is that all of them play inside linebacker. Now, A.J. could go down and play defensive end for us, but all three of those guys, all three of your quarterbacks play inside linebackers. So uh, that alone lets you know that, that we're going to have tough quarterbacks, you know, who could take shots and, uh, you know, get up from them. But, you know, we, we don't want to do too much with them. We, we want them to be able to go both ways for the endurance of the game, uh, for the duration of the game. And uh, we, uh, we want to keep them protected. Bill Estelle has played tackle, guard, and center. Jacob O'Kane has played center and tackle. Uh, Chris Williams has played guard and center. So we we have a, a, a lot of different varieties of, of lineups that, that we could go with. You know, not not deep, but we have a lot of guys who understand 
the offense and the defense. So we're we're excited about that, and uh, uh, we 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 have some some young guys that have been been doing really well too. Nick Vaughns. Nick Vaughns is a is a kid who this is be his first year to play football for us. He's he's a junior. He's uh, come in and, and earn the respect of the team. And that's a, that's a hard thing to do, especially at, at OCL Arkansas, just to, mm-hmm. to come in and, and uh, command respect from his teammates. He's, he's a guy that comes in and, and he's going to be, be there early, going to be the last one to lead. And he, he works his butt off. He you know he solidified a, a spot at outside linebacker. So uh, we're, we're excited. So you talked a little bit about not being <laughs> as deep and not just – you just can't go three or four deep this year. How important is that towards your conditioning program, and how big a role does your condition, conditioning program play in in having fewer fewer guys that can go? Well, that you know, and I, I, first off, I want to give a, a shout out to to Buck James at 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 uh, Bryan, Arkansas, right now. Uh, he uh, he's the guy that, that took me in and, and showed me showed me the way, showed me how to. Uh, I think he's the best strength and conditioning guy in the state and in, in high school, and everywhere he's been. By year three, his kids are stronger, bigger, and faster than, than their opponents. So, uh, you know, this this is year three for us. And you know, when I first got here, we in the weight room on the squat rack, we had had one 500 pound squatter, and everybody else was three 380. Now we have three 500 pound squatters, and everybody else is over really over 415. You know, we have some some of the younger guys that are about 350, 375, but all of our – even our skill uh, – Brandon Johnson's 425-pound squatter. Dennis Davis, 425-pound squatter. Greg Hooks, 425-pound squatter. Uh, Rod Hill, 425-pound squatter. Chris Littleton, 460-pound. Bill Estelle, 500. Chris Chris Williams, 500. Uh, MJ Vance, 500. And that, that's because I stopped MJ. MJ could be about 530, 540. And, that, you know, that's the guy that's going to lead your offense at, at quarterback. Right. And then he's going to go over there at, at, at linebacker and, and, and be good there. So, and then, you know, we, we run, we run, and we run. So, you know, trying – because we, we want to play fast, uh, you know. So, in order to play fast, you have to you have to condition for that. So, we do a lot of conditioning, and uh, I, I put it up against anybody. You know, Bobby listening and talk, he named all them names off. I just think about uh, when we had them kids when they were pups out at Old Park. You know, you, you told them to flag football and You know, you coached for us right there at the very beginning in yeah. tackle football. And, we, you know, you, you talking about Rod Hale and all them. Yeah. You had them when they were babies. Mm-hmm. And to get to see them now shine and be a Seminole, uh, I tell you what, it, it, it means the world to us. So, I mean, I just listen to them names. I, I it's awesome. It's awesome. Right. Coach, thanks so much for that. Um, uh, telling us about your offense and your defense and how the Seminoles are going to look uh, coming off at the preseason level here. Hey, we're going to take one more break, um, let our sponsors get uh, get their words in here, and we'll be back on the Robert Hook Show on Robert Hook Show Facebook and the Robert Hook Show on YouTube. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Robert Hook Show. And, Coach, at this time, uh, we're getting close to the very end of our first show here. Uh, I'm so happy to be able to do this each and every week. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and allowing us to have you for, uh, uh, it'll be a 30-minute show, but we've been probably sitting here over an hour, but we're, right. we're going to get this down to 30 minutes. But we appreciate you so much for, for allowing us to do that. Um, let people know, first scrimmage game is against the Nelton Raiders, folks. And, and what we'll do is we're going to – it'll be at Osceola. Uh, the scrimmage game is on August the 19th. 
That's a Tuesday night. No, it's a Monday night. It's a Monday night, August 19th. We're going to play the junior high game at 530, folks. And then the high school game will start right after the junior high game. Somewhere around the 7 o'clock area. You know, it could be a little earlier, but it won't, it'll be around the 7 o'clock area um, when we'll start the high school. Coach, you going to play a full game? or We're, uh, The first half will be live, and, and the second half will be a, a running clock. Okay, Coach, just a little bit real quick about the scrimmage game. It gives you the opportunity to get a lot of kids in different positions and see who's going to step up and, how you, and just kind of see where you're at. Yes, it, it, it gives us an opportunity to shuffle guys in at – with, with the different positions I just talked about them playing, see where they're, they're really uh, most what – what they make us better at. and, and uh, Sure. It gives you an opportunity just to take a look. Right. And uh, it also gives the fans an opportunity to come out. Also, the, the quality of team that, that we're going to play. That's one other thing I want to bring up. Uh, our, our preseason schedule, I, I think that you, you don't want to play uh, an opponent that you know you can beat. I like playing teams that are going to challenge you. Even if, even if you lose, it, it still helps you. You learn for later on in the playoffs because, you know, we, we, we scrimmaged Nettleton, opened up with Blyville, and we played Rivercrest uh, last year. So those were, were three really good football teams who, who really helped set, set up that uh, – really help set up that that playoff atmosphere for us sure. so you know that that's where that's where you gain your experience at and the first three games is really where you make the biggest strides so i thought we got better each week and uh we we, we learned from those games but nettleton had, has been a great opponent for us which which nettleton was a 5a champion yep you know, valley view was was a 5a champion right. blavel was a 5a champion you know that that was a, a four-way tie with those guys and win so we uh we played championship quality football teams. Rivercrest uh, was was the champion in their league. So we we didn't just play anybody. We we played championship quality teams. And and uh, you know Rivercrest could have easily been been in the semifinals. You know he lost to a good Dumas team. So yes. We we we're not scheduling opponents just just to get a win. We're scheduling opponents to uh, to get good competition and to to help propel us for late in the playoffs. So iron uh, sharpens iron. <laughs> yes, That's exactly right. Folks, August 19th, it's a Monday night. That is the scrimmage game, or some people call it the benefit game. We call it a scrimmage game. Um, Osceola versus um, Nettleton, 530 for the junior high game, around the 645, 7 o'clock for the high school game. Uh, you get to come out and see two, uh, both Seminole programs, let them know where you're going to be at. Um, I ask everybody while we're on the, uh, on the show here, um, what we like to do on that scrimmage game is if you want to donate anything to the football team, they're all always looking for soap. They're always looking for uh, toiletry items, towels, uh, hand, uh, hand cloths. So anything, Coach, anything else I'm missing there? Uh, washing powder, I think they yes, ask for uh, washing powder. Uh, stain, laundry, laundry stain remover. Right. Which that, that really helped us uh, the smack over game in all the mud that we played. <laughs> yes. so it's it, so it is uh, it's beneficial for us. So. You that, can br- yeah, you can bring that to the front gate. And they'll make sure that they get it to the coaching staff. That would be wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. yes. And going back to those days that, that when I played in Luxor and, and plugging your roots there because, you know, we're, we're Luxor boys. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, that, the, the football game, the football team was a, was a community event. And, and we walked that street there in front of my mother's house. We walked right. Thompson. And, right. and then people would come out and they would cheer us on. And, and we'd have a full stand, you know, full stadium every night. I think that's what we want to see at Osceola. Let's get out there and let's support these guys and and, uh, and get that place full, even for a scrimmage. Even for a scrimmage, that's let's right. get out there and, and get these kids and 
some some support and let yes. them know that we're behind them and, and let yes. them know that we're there to cheer them on. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Well, we want another well another rising game. We want another rising yep. game, just like the rising game last year, folks. We want it packed. We want them hollering. They were up yelling the whole game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm telling you, when them football players hear you screaming, it puts them in bulletproof mode. I'm telling you. It propels so, you. So we got to do that. And, Coach, I know it's it's big to have a big crowd. I know it is. And it uh, just makes things more exciting, too. So. It does. So, it does. hey, what we'll do, uh, we're coming to the end of the Robert Hook Show, our first Robert Hook Show. Uh, this is uh, very uh, monumental for us. We uh, Again, we appreciate First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas as our title sponsor of the Robert Hook Show. Also thank Bill Pest Control as our, uh, our backdrop sponsor, our banner sponsor, uh, Roller Swift Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Ed Harshman, Harshman Reynolds. We appreciate you so much for your sponsorship. Um, what we'll do when we uh, – this, this, this show will, will already be aired, but we'll, we'll, next week we'll come in, um, talk about the August 22nd game. We'll break down, we'll break down the, the, the scrimmage game against Nettleton. Yep. We'll talk a bit, a little bit about the Week Zero game, which is going to be our uh, Hootens kickoff classic live from ASU Stadium. I think it's Centennial, Centennial Bank, Bank Stadium. Stadium. Yep. Uh, same field that the Red Wolves play on, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about more about it. And then and next week's show, um, uh, we're going to look at uh, Valley View. That's who we're going to play in Week Zero. And, and uh, I tell you, uh, been a long time since we played Valley View. Uh, got some good friends that kids go to Valley View, so we got to, we got some uh, little side stuff going on there about uh, who's going to get that game. And uh, <laughs> so I mean, uh, and also uh, we're going to have a look back at the pep rally uh, that's going to happen. They're having a huge pep rally uh, on uh, Tuesday the thirteenth. Tuesday the thirteenth. Um, Hooten's going to be here um, along along with some representatives of Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, who's one of the sponsors of that. Um, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be a huge pep rally. It's going to be at the Palace of Mid-America. I'm sorry, the Palace of Northeast Arkansas. Uh, that's, that's, where, that's where it's going. <laughs> that's where it's going to be at. Is at the Palace, which is Seminole Arena. We just call it the Palace because uh, we're a little, uh, little excited and happy to have a, a place like it to play basketball in. But we're going to have the pep rally there. So fans, uh, we'll have a little bit of video footage on that. And uh, coach, uh, you got anything parting you want to say? Um, again, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I'd, I'd just like to thank all of uh, the sponsors uh, and uh, just thank the community for all the support. That's, that's all. Bobby? Can't forget about Jade back there right. over there behind the camera. And that's he's, right. He's pecking on his computer and playing with that's the right. dials to that's make right. sure that this thing gets out that's right. in a high quality. And, RJ, I'm looking forward to this season. That's Get it. to spend a little more time with you right. uh, and, and see how this thing plays out and, that's and right. uh, see where we go. That's right. Uh, folks, when we go live at these football games, we will be on the Seminole Nation, Seminole Nation uh, YouTube channel and the Seminole Nation Facebook channel. Um, that's where you'll see all the live football games on. We're going to bring every one of you live and every one of them live unless something just prohibits us from doing that, some kind of rule or something. Uh, but we, we, we plan to be live at every football game this year. And then, again, you can see every Robert Hook Show on the Robert Hook Show Facebook page and the Robert Hook Show YouTube page. So for uh, – for my partner, Bobby Eflin, Coach Robert Hooks. Coach, again, thank you for being here. I'm thank Michael you. Eflin. Uh, we'll see you next week on the Robert Hooks Show. <laughs>